0: This is Superlative, a podcast about watches, the people behind them, and the worlds that inspire them, spending time with the blog to watch community and the stories we discover. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. This is Ariel Adams, and this is the Superlative Podcast. Today, we are doing an in-person interview with Mr. Patrick Jetterid. I'm in London today, and tomorrow, or the day after, I'm going to see your watch collection. Patrick, welcome. Bonjour, merci. So, what I'm about to see pretty soon, and and other people like me and my colleagues, is a collection of watches, some of your collection, not all of them, that you've called the Oak Collection. I guess a lot of people are very curious and you've sort of said it, but sort of not said it. What is the impetus behind taking your watches, your collection, and displaying them for people to see?
1: For a few reasons. First reason, I think a watch is art. And up to now, never watch has been in a museum. I had some painting of mine went to museum, but me m- many friends, but never watch. I love so much watches that I wanted to bring them like art. And that's the first reason. The second reason, I want to, I am 68 now, to people who cannot afford them to have a look of those watch.
0: It's funny because a lot of people, I think, agree with you because when it comes to exhibitions and things like that, it tends to be pushed towards like machinery, history, but very rarely about design and what better venue than the design museum. So I, I totally agree with you. It's because a lot of the conversations about watches just aren't enough about the aesthetic, right? There's too much about everything other than it. And when it comes down to it, why do people buy watches? Because they're beautiful, right? Christian will tell you the dial the is the most important. It is. It is. If the dial is nice
1: and fantastic.
0: Do you advocate for this position when you're talking to other collectors and they're talking about I other- don't
1: talk to collectors.
0: You don't talk to other collectors. How did you escape the high level of sort of socialness, which is part of the community? I today? don't have
1: time. I'm a man of passion. I do a lot of things. My family, uh, my friends, football. I have a lot of boating to go on a boat, to go to Bahamas, to US. So I don't have much time to do this. Right. And I'm not very really interested
0: because well, you already know what you like.
1: Yes, I mean, and I have some people that tell me if I make a mistake or not. We are like this, like Mr. Thierry Okay, so
0: you, you have your, your community of experts. Yes,
1: yeah. not only expert but mentor. Right. And uh, they are better than a collector because they don't think to sell to them, just. What
0: kind of questions do you ask them? What types of things do you get, tend to be curious about?
1: First, they tell me what is the best watches. Because I'm 80% Patek, not at the beginning because I could not have all the other brands. I have 50 brands. But now, for the last 20 years, it's mostly Patek. They they help me also if I buy a watch in auction, to tell me if the watch is good, if uh, it's a good model. Now I know, of course, much better, but they are very nice and very good help. They have no interest. Mr. Stern doesn't sell me vintage watch. He sells me new, but you see, I'm a man also of new watch, not only old. The particularity of my collection is half new, half old. I am, I can be freaked out on a modern one as a vintage. I love watch. Not
0: everyone's like that. No, most of the collector only vintage. Really? Most, I don't say all, most. I think the people that like modern watches just aren't sort of always appreciated yet. There's sort of a lot of That's risk associated. Yeah.
1: I'm talking about the collector who are in the watch for 50 years or 40.
0: Right, right. Those one mostly vintage. But you see that in cars too, don't you? Mm, I love cars. But some people they get obsessed with like old cars or some people that are not at all interested in it.
1: I was obsessed with two. Same. Old new.
0: Okay. So you were very open minded. <coughs>
1: I even I have a watch called Bristol. $170. I love it. Okay. It's not the money. I know that watch. It's a nice-looking watch. Very nice. And when I go out and uh, I don't want to... Some, you know, with Corona, people die in the family, lost their jobs. It's no good to have an expensive watch when you go out to work. It's better to be. Right. Not to offense the
0: people. Yeah. Don't, don't throw people's bad situation in their face. Now, does your collection that you're exhibiting include low-end and high-end? Or is it just high-end? Just high-end. Okay. So let's start We start had a big that. discussion. Really?
1: with uh, my second mentor, Nick Fulk. Okay. He's very important for me. And uh, I wanted to go also down, to put with the nice one. He says, no, this is crap. You cannot, <laughs> junk, not <laughs> junk. You cannot take it. But me, even 30 years later, 30, I, like, I like them the, the same way. I will not buy them anymore because I evaluate. But, and he says, no, me, I, I, I said, uh, it's good also
0: for my watch if some not as known, be known. So Nick was very against having. Oh, he nearly resigned. Really? Yes. I know Nick. I, I can see him having this discussion with you. He's uh, sometime. But it's okay, it's not a
1: problem. For me, the, 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 the main thing was the end of my watch.
0: Well, I, I have to say, um, my publication of blog to watch from the start has always been about nice watches no matter the price. No matter the price. And the number one complaint I get from the industry is why do you talk about all the inexpensive stuff? And the number one compliment I get from collectors is thank you for talking about the inexpensive stuff.
1: So you can't win. You know, it's, uh, for me, it's logic. Oh, you like, don't like. If you like,
0: you cannot say that Bristol is... There's people out there who would have you believe that you can't have a nice watch unless you spend a lot of money, but oh, that's not true.
1: You need to have a Rolex or you don't have anything. In France, the politics says if you don't have yet a Rolex, you're no- nobody. Really?
0: That's a strange statement public, to make. The advertising people. Sorry. The but, advertising but people. But the big guy, the president. What does Macron wear? I have no idea. He seems like he'd be a watch guy,
1: for sure. At least I know he, lo- he loves football like me. Okay. And uh, the team of Marseille, South France. But uh, no, nevertheless, he worked in the bank I, I, am, I work with, Banker Child. I don't know him. He's the youngest president we had.
0: Well, he just got re-elected, so everyone seems to like him a lot.
1: He is—he uh, he has a uh, very good luck because all the rest are
0: zero. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could talk about French politics for a long time, um, but I think it's interesting because we have a lot of readers in France, of course, and they seem to be amongst the people who are the most open-minded in Europe to sort of these startup brands, uh, you know, new designs, not necessarily expensive. What is it, in your opinion, about France that makes it unique in Europe? Americans are also very open-minded. UK, not as much. In UK, new stuff, very conservative. It's got to be around for a while. Why in France?
1: We are a different country than England. That's true. And we are more modern. Okay. And uh, we are very open to new things. We Let's... invent so many things, you know. The bullet train, the Concorde. England didn't really didn't do that.
0: Look, from the American perspective, we love the sort of, like, British-French kind of, like, battle of culture. We find it very amusing.
1: You know, we were fighting for hundreds of years. Yeah, I know. But we won. Because now we invade London. We have 400,000 French in London. Yeah, so you won first. Yeah, for the first time in hundreds of years.
0: We invade. No, 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 no bullet, nothing, no war. pacifically. Yeah, and, 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 then, and then there was a lot of you know, antagonism for many, many years. You
1: know, I start to go, even if my English is not so good, I start to go in, in England. I was maybe eight years old to learn English in a family. And when I arrive uh, at the custom, the policeman said, French, watch out, huh? behave well. And when I go in the city, some restaurant, forbidden for dogs and French. Really? That's 60 years ago. That's fascinating. So it's a really uh, so we were antagonists. I le- you know
0: where I learned about how British people think about French from Monty Python. And <laughs> <laughs> I always remember it was so amusing, imagining the French people making fun of British people and the British people making fun of French people.
1: The best example of England with us is Nick Folk. Nick Folk is purely Hundred fifty percent English, the way dressed, the way he talks, the way he has a humor, a little acid sometimes, you know, little stuff, but not too much. Just uh, he's fantastic. This is the best of English.
0: He's he's a little eccentric even for English.
1: <laughs> but that's what I like. It's unusual.
0: No, if I had a panel of experts, he would be on it as well. And especially his his suit. He gets a lot of he gets a lot of attention for the way he dresses. <coughs> well, I like this. Man. So, what is his taste in watches? I've never actually sat down with him talk his taste in watches. Cartier, is- okay. Oh, cool. He loves he love Patek also. He cannot not like Patek, but uh, Cartier is, is uh,
1: has uh, some Cartier, yes.
0: How do you feel about Cartier? I love it. It's a great brand.
1: My first best, nice watch was a Cartier.
0: Oh. Okay. Was it because it was a French brand? No, not that
1: I don't care. No, because I was dreaming of this watch, because uh, I was twenty something. Uh, 45 years ago. No, today's tank was the best of the best for a man to wear chic. Yeah. You couldn't find better. And I dream about this watch. And a horse of my father was running for the big, not big, but race. We should not win because our horse was bad. But we had the best jockey, Freddie Head. And uh, he won. And I bet on my horse and I, I made 39,000 francs. Uh, 6,000 euro. And the watch cost 2,000, 3,000 euro. The next day, the Monday morning, it was Sunday, Monday morning, 10 o'clock, I was at the main shop, Cartier,
0: I buy the tank Cartier. You're like an for horse racing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, know. it was just uh, like this?
0: But then think about it. All the people are now going to bet on horses because they think that with their winnings they're going to buy the watch they want.
1: They can play lotto. is better as two hundred fifty million is not thirty nine
0: thousand. I don't even know what the odds are, but something oh. seems more, more, so much more romantic about betting on horses. Uh, much more easy. It's complicated. I, I went to the horse, you know, races sometimes, you know, like with longines for example, and looking at this, these documents they give you. How, who makes sense of this information? You know, the horse is
1: something very nice because. Many times you wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning and you go to see your horse training. and You have all the jockey and after at 8 o'clock, we all all have lunch. And they eat like steak and everything because they, they they can't eat
0: breakfast. It's a very good atmosphere. Do you still like horse racing? Yes, but I don't do it. I don't go to the horse track. Okay. Do you think that there's a chance of mechanical watches becoming a little bit like horses? Like an appreciation that becomes increasingly niche as the world doesn't need it? Or is it going to stay around in your opinion?
1: I don't understand. You you mean the the watch will not be good anymore? Well, only the telephone.
0: I'm I'm, I'm drawing an analogy to horses and automobiles Mm -hmm. and wristwatches and what other, other wearable technology, right? So you have the situation where Everyone used to know about horses because people would use them. And then, as they moved to automobiles, horse riding and everything became a leisure pursuit, a luxury pursuit. And everyone's sort of understanding about these creatures and everything involved went away and they moved to cars. With watches, I've always wondered if it's something which is a passion which will be relegated to obscurity, or if somehow, which it continues to do today, it maintains in the mainstream. But we cannot both agree that most people out there don't really understand watches, even if they wear a nice one. No, I
1: don't uh, agree with what you say. I think there's a lot of people. What a man can wear. Not much. A chain. Uh, uh, okay, Nick have a ring. But except Nick. You see, you have a watch. I have a watch. No, I have two. Watch. And this so is that makes particular, because this is the only item that you can wear that a, a man
0: can and it tells you a lot about yourself. Like, when you see someone wearing a watch, it's a lot of expression, a lot of communication.
1: Three, two things. The shoes are shining and the
0: and the hands. So, let's talk about the two watches you're wearing right now. Yes. These, are, these are nice Pateks. You have a minute repeater. Um, what do you want these watches to say about you?
1: I don't care. I don't... I just like to wear them. Okay. It's not... Uh... I don't. I don't want to to tell something to show, except when corona. So I put a very small one. But normally, I wear what I like. So it's a very
0: personal thing to you. Completely. How do you ignore the fact that other people are going to think about you? I mean, a lot of people are very conscious about what people think about them. Other people are a lot more secure. What is it about you and your life and your personality that makes you so easily able to ignore what other people are thinking? First, about? I have to tell you
1: something unusual. Ninety-nine people. Percent of the people didn't know I had such a collection. 99. I didn't tell nobody, except my children, even my best friend. They knew I have some watch, but never high level. I never showed to anybody except my children, except Mr. Stern, maybe one or two people. Owner of Sotheby's came uh, three weeks ago. Uh, But so the people didn't talk about, oh, watch is not bad, because sometimes they see me with different watch. as I never told them, 40 or something, they know now. Wow.
0: Where did you keep your watches so that people didn't know what you had? Safe place. Okay, I guess, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to talk about it. It's a safe place. So it was a very private interest. Did you resist the urge to talk about it? Did you have a principle you were following? No,
1: five years ago, it became with my son about museum, about the night thing. Because you see, now I gave the power of my son to our business. Okay. He's very bright, he's certified. And I have more time now than before. Even if I own the company, he's running, and he wants to run alone. Okay. Without me, without even advice. Why not? It will be quicker, better, if he makes a mistake. So I have more time, and this type of event is a paradise for me.
0: But that's a big change, to go from being very private about it to now dedicating- But that's me, that's me. Okay, so you change your opinion a lot. Yes.
1: A lot, no, but I can change your opinion. 360 degrees
0: that must be very good for you in the business world you sort of get rid of dogmas real quick no uh,
1: do you think I buy sometime company in two seconds? right away
0: right away got instinct
1: yes instinct
0: and view numbers okay so you have to view the numbers first no
1: but very quick
0: now I was reading a little bit from the materials that were sent to me uh, I don't know too much about you but it said in there somewhere that one of your specialties in business was to take companies that you thought could be run better. Yes. What are some of these common- no, Not good business model. Okay, so there's, there's companies out there that have a good product, but a really bad <laughs> business model. What are some of your tricks? You must come in there and you must make some changes. I, if I have the feeling,
1: I do something special. For two years I live in this company. It's not like this. The first two years, I don't take a new manager. I do it myself. I learn everything in the company. Then I know how to talk. I make mistakes. Sometimes I make big mistakes because I was the president of a company which I don't know how to do it. Okay. Uh, but then I understood and I found, if I find, it's very good for two reasons, money-wise and people. People love you when you take a company who is nearly dead and you make five, uh, Fiat 500, to f- because my specialty is to make them very good. Not good, very good, with a big profit. And the people also is a big reward for because I've seen their eyes. They're so happy because they were like, uh, you know, junk. And then, no, the same people were not junk.
0: You've got to give an example of
1: sometimes. You have to health. find the idea. You know, a boss or owner, he has to find the solution. There is no problem. There is only solution. And if you find so, it's very rewarding because it's bad. So you
0: have a good uh, price when you buy them. And also the people, they are is there an example of a particular company that you've turned around? Yes,
1: yes. There was a company called Desk. It was a very stupid job to rent office equipment. Cannot make more stupid. Okay. But it was one of the biggest in France, and it was run very bad. So I get in, they were losing a lot of money, and after four or five years, I won what they lost. And I understood well the business model, and I, I sold the company very well. So what did you 300 times the price they pay. Wow. What, what were they doing so wrong? The man that they put, his pre- f- investment fund, took the best salesman of Hong Xerox, which is the best company. And they made it pre- president, and he bought a lot of small company to make a big one. The problem, this guy was a good salesman, a very poor president. Mm. He didn't make one good decision. Interesting. You know, when you buy a lot of company, you have to shrink because there's too many. Maybe you have 20 accountants here, you need only 10. And all, all like this, he didn't do nothing. He kept all the people, all the people that he bought the company. And uh, it was what.
0: So I, that was a good success. So it sounds to me like you approach a company like a machine, you study how it works, and then you ask yourself, how could it doing its operation if better? If I think
1: I can do it. And if I think I find the people also. Because I don't work in my company after I put people to work. I'm lazy. (laughs) I I like them to work. They're better than me. And me, I'm free to do something else.
0: Well, I mean, everyone always says in business, it's hard to find good people, right? No. It's not? No. Pay them twice. Oh, I see. That's easy. Pay pay twice the price.
1: Okay. Pay three times. What is the value if the company is good enough, big,
0: so you take the best? No, I mean, I like... I like your philosophy, but these are these are problems that many people struggle and over. And also
1: charisma. Like my fr- my son, he's, he's making a big, big thing. And now he's so good, so charismatic, that people who are so important in the business want to work with him.
0: Your son? Yes. Wonderful. He's better than me. Well, charisma is always very captivating in this industry. Yes,
1: yes. And, you know, I do the same. If I see a young man of 35 want to do business with me, I prefer than a guy like me that I have seen 200 of 60 years old., I say, "Ah, it's, a, it's more challenging. It's good to, to do with young people. So they look for ambition. I look something I like to do well, not ambition. My father taught me the only place in business is number one. Number two is no good. So it's more competitive. It's two uh, to succeed, and uh, it's a challenge against yourself. OK. Okay. No, I, that I like. is what I call the Monte Cristo thing. Monte Cristo was in jail for 18 years for something he didn't do. And when he went out, the priest who died next to him gave him a fortune and he went back and do it.
0: revenge. Interesting. Interesting. I, I always wonder how these things translate into their buying preferences, be it watches or anything else they like. Um, and it sounds like one of your motivations sometimes is to to get the best to support the best to yeah. to own the best yeah. is, it, is it sometimes strange because i think in this world there are subjective bests in specific areas but objectively this area of watches is so big because it's sort of a moving target so it's it's a it's a strange thing to wrap your mind around i mean people always ask me what's the best brand there is no best brand yes but take okay oh well oh yes, <laughs> oh, yes. So what is it about Patek Philippe that you like so much? I mean, there's a lot of brands that make fantastic stuff. So, uh, uh, which
1: brand? Which are you talking about? Well, I mean... You mean uh, Longines.
0: Okay, that's that's a good example. They make nice stuff. I I like Breguet. Not everything they make is perfect.
1: Breguet is very good. Only one problem. There's no diversity in the collection. You see one, you see nearly all of them. Nearly. There are no models completely different. You have to Patek, you see this, you see... It's completely different, you cannot say. But if you're a little further, the dial is all nearly the same. You have the same. And I like not to do that. I want different watches. I mean. But it's a good watch, you're right, it's good. So okay. Okay. and. Well, I mean, it depends what but you your know value we, we, we stop very quickly. I'm talking about very nice watch. I don't see many other examples. Alex oh, is good, but he's a factory. It's the best name. Everybody wants one. You
0: know, all these brands out there from time to time do exceptional things. You okay. know, from Elysses Nardon to Hublot, they have crazy things that you have to admit are super cool. No. No?
1: No. Okay, no. Okay. But, but, but maybe one or two that I don't remember, but in general, each time this is a new collection of Patek, I was like a boy. I bought six new watches. <laughs> you see this? No, no, no. No, this one is, was before.
0: I have one here. I'm so happy that you carry them on you. That's actually one of the things I was really curious about. Is nice. you're checking your pockets for watches. I love it. Oh, There it is. This is a new one from this year, platinum world time. Oh, the new world timer. Yeah, we yes. oh, saw these at Watches and Wonders. It's Fantastic. It really is. So, so just so everyone you know listening understands, you have a watch on each wrist. You pull one out of your pocket. They're all they're all Pateks, um, and you're right. I mean, it is it is. A very you consistent see the brand. Of the
1: watch. This is a new one, but special for me. Blue dial, only one made by Patek. Platinum Calatrava.
0: Very thin, very nice. Yeah,
1: and blue, only one he has
0: Done. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really getting an understanding of your taste right now. And like me, you seem to like blue very, very much. I'm always in blue. Always in blue. Or always. Are if, when I see your watches that you wear, are they all going to be blue? No, no, no. A lot of them. Okay. Because when blue became popular uh, you know, again recently, I was so happy about it. I, I do get a little annoyed at these color trends, but blue is just so nice. You see, I'm a, one of the guys who pushed for blue
1: 15 years ago. Really? I was one of the only one to say, I want blue. I want blue. And
0: why did they say no? You know, one track, it's going well. Yeah. I heard an interesting reason. You want to know what I heard? Yeah, yeah. I heard that they wanted to do blue. They tried to do blue, but they had an interesting problem. Which has been solved today. And the problem was that every time they would do a production run, the blue would be a little bit different. No matter what, they couldn't seem to get so consistency. So it's interesting. But even if it's different, it's not bad. I agree with you. I agree. Maybe I agree. Sometimes the blue it was not. Uh... So they would make a batch of, you know, a thousand watches, and they would all sell them <laughs> as the same model. But if you looked at them, the blues would vary a little bit, and they were so freaked out by this inconsistency in the tone. Now, again, we have more modern production techniques. No,
1: I start, I want other colors.
0: What other colors now? I like, saw green. Okay, green's very nice.
1: Brown, light brown. No, I start again, because I, 15 years, I buy mostly blue.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: But it's, um, you know, it's always the same. When you do always something at the end, you want a
0: little change. We're so into colors right now. I imagine then like, I don't know what's going to happen. Five or 10 years, people are going to be like, rediscover black.
1: <laughs> You're right. You're
0: right. <laughs> it's going to happen. For sure. Have you visited the gift store for watch lovers? It's called the Blogged Watch Store and we carry art, apparel and accessories for today's timepiece enthusiasts. Buy your wristwatches elsewhere and celebrate the watch collecting hobby with high quality original products at the Blog to Watch store. Right now, the Blog to Watch store features a line of T-shirts inspired by iconic timepieces and designed by the collecting experts at the Blog to Watch. Made from 100% premium cotton, our soft fitted T-shirts are stylish, fun, and models like our iconic Diver Dial even have a glow-in-the-dark face the blog to watch store carries bespoke yet affordable products which the blog to watch editorial team wanted for themselves as the first customers visit the website to see what is available right now and we ship internationally with new products coming all the time check it out by logging on to store.ablog2watch.com. that's store.ablogtowatch.com isn't it weird how much people argue about watch size ever it's a personal thing right it's personal but people they argue about the correct size, as though there was one.
1: There is no correct size. Of course the not. The only thing is correct, I have a big, a small ribs. I cannot put the big one.
0: I mean, after 41, 42, not possible. Well, I mean, if it, if it goes past your wrist, it's too big, of course. But people still get so angry about it. How dare you make a watch this size? Too big, too small. It's, it's funny how us collectors get kind of oddly passionate at times, isn't I it? Know what it is. I have, for the last 15 years... Met all kinds of collectors, people like yourself and everything in between. And it's funny how inconsistent people are in terms of their feelings. It's like they all love watches, but they have a bunch of other various opinions. And that's one of the reasons I love this hobby. You know, I, now, I'm hearing a lot of, I guess, competitiveness with other collections. I have the best collection. I have this. Is that a big motivating factor for you? No, for me, I, didn't, I don't say anything. Do you ever buy from other collectors directly? Ever. Why not? Is it like a trust thing?
1: No, it's not me. I, you know, the, the world of collectors, sometimes, they're jealous. <laughs> and they are always jealous about me because in business, I go fast. And in watch, I go very fast to make these big ones. And uh, me, when I see someone better, I am happy. I'm honored. I had a, a dinner with Mr. Stern. They were the collector dinner last week. We were about 70 people. I saw some people, they have much more than me. I'm very proud for them. I'm not jealous. I'm not at all. Some collector, and most of them, they, they say, ah, no, you is not so good. I am better. And that I don't like.
0: It's, it's, it's odd because it introduces this unwanted element because buying watches and loving watches is a celebration of yourself and all of a sudden you have other people there that, that compete. They don't, they, they, they don't say the truth because they are jealous. Okay. No, it's true. Do you think that watch... Watch prices are high right now. I don't know. You don't know? It's not my problem. My problem is do I have money to buy? No, it's an interesting way of looking at it. I mean, the economics are fascinating.
1: Tell you what my father told me also. When it's expensive, it's cheap. When it's cheap, it's expensive. Hmm. It is the best,
0: always the best. Even for time, it goes down. No, that's a good way of looking at it. Especially if you want to own for the long term. So I'm going back to your collection here yes. at the Design Museum, that is going to be a traveling exhibition, and I can't help but feel that the ultimate goal should be to have your own museum. No. No? I have one.
1: You do? Yes, but small, with okay. my watch. I made one, okay. but not for
0: the public, for
1: my eyes only. That, that's, from a tax it's perspective, a very room, good. Like this one, uh, a little shorter and a little wider. I have uh, 70 box, very nice wood. Okay and my watch are there. And I spend uh, some time, one or two days. Then I bring back 20 watch and I take 20 watch. Because I want to wear them. Okay. My 20, 15 to 20.
0: And I imagine this is near where you live? No. No, probably somewhere more safe than. No, no, it's,
1: uh, it's organized that way. Uh, but This is not the problem with the time of plane, everything, easy.
0: Okay, okay. But no, from, I, I understand that from a, a, at least a cost perspective, having your own museum that doubles as a place to store your collection, things like that, for insurance, for taxes, and things like that, it can be a positive thing. Would you recommend this arrangement to others?
1: Of course. What is to have watched put in a safe that you don't see? I did it for 20 years. They were in the, in the safe, but I, I didn't see. Now I have a nice room, we decorated the room. It's really like a
0: top. I have a fridge, I have a, they, 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 I have a sofa area have a good time. Do you have people that are there full-time to oversee? Oh,
1: no. I have a man okay. who is m- checking the watch. All my watch, they all work. They have to be.
0: Yes, but you can talk to collectors. They have lots of dead watches.
1: I, I, all of them work. Of course, the old ones, sometimes next month, it doesn't work. <laughs> the but then we send to Batang.
0: Or oh, the guy can do it, he do it himself. My watch has to work perfectly. Now, do your collecting habits, you know, are they the same with other things that you love? You said you like boats, you like other things, or is it, do you collect watches in a different way? I'm always the same. Always the same. So you have a little harbor with all your boats?
1: No, no, I, I don't own a boat right now. Uh, no, I'm going to do, because I might live six months per year in the sun. And uh, I love boats. I was raised it. on a boat. But uh, today I have to think if I want a big boat or a small boat. In the Bahamas, you don't need a really big boat because you, you must have a boat not so, because there's sand.
0: Yeah, like it's stuck. You, you have to
1: have... If you want a big, you have to have two boats <laughs> because you have to have a one meter 50, maximum 160. And if you have a big boat, it's three, four meters. You can have like a big catamaran. Yes,
0: it could be, but it's not nice. That's true, but they're, they're very practical. Uh, very, very good, top but mm, not so beautiful. So aesthetics are always important to you? Yes. And now that I know you a little bit better, I know that you're not just looking at the watch, but the people that make it and the company is very important to you because you are a company person. You understand companies probably better than the vast majority of people. So you're evaluating it more than just a timepiece and more than just a design. But I
1: never calculate. watch is a pleasure. Nothing to do with the calculation.
0: Well, it's a subconscious thing. I like it, that's it. Now, today, are you going to be more public? Are you going to sort of, after this exhibition goes around, retreat to sort of how you were? Because you said that you have more time for this. What is the future of you as sort of a no, public? But I might look to buy a new company. Okay.
1: My son has the other ones. And maybe I buy
0: one for, my, for me. Would you ever buy a watch company? Maybe. Because if you do that, I think you're going to start to have a lot of opinions about how to run them. Because it's from the outside, a lot of them are run strangely.
1: You know, all my life, I hear the people I want to hear. I never hear too many people because otherwise you, you become crazy.
0: Sure. You
1: have to choose two or three people.
0: So what where, where are you thinking in terms of this company? What would it be like? I don't know. Okay.
1: It's only when the document will be next to me that I
0: will say yes or no. So you like the hunt? Yes. A lot, of people, a lot of people I see, they buy watches, and the second they buy it, they forget about it. Are there watches out there that you'd like to buy that maybe haven't been for sale or won't be for sale, but just things that you're just waiting? One. You're waiting. Which one? 15, 18 steel. Okay. I know where is it. There's one. There's only one of them. No, 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 no. no. Oh, there's more? Oh, two. oh, there's two. Okay. And three. One was sold. I know the man who was it. And does, does he know you want it? I don't know. Okay. We're, we're getting to the end of, of, of the time and I, uh, I really learned a lot from chatting with you. Thank you so much. I want to know what is it you'd like people to know about the, the, the Oak Collection, the one-of-a-kind collection um, that may, they may come to their town and they may have an opportunity to see? What would you like for them? What would you like to say directly to them about your collection that would inspire them to, to go there and maybe they will think slightly differently
1: when they see I, it? I would love that they would have as much fun to see than me to make it.
0: Now, you chose a selection of your watches, not all of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you could have made it huge. You could have included everything if you no, wanted no, to. No, no,
1: It's too much. this. too much. Even we should have done 100, 120, and we have 164.
0: Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Just under 170. What? Okay, so you want people to go and have fun... What do you want them to learn about watches or learn about themselves or just learn about the world? Because there's always sort of this transcendent other set of ideas that go with watches. To
1: to buy watches, you need time. It's
0: a good pun. It takes time, though. It takes time. So let's just wrap up and just sort of recap. Uh, I'm talking to Mr. Patrick Jetreid. He is the person responsible for the Oak Collection. Uh, which is going to be exhibited here at the Design Museum in London, and if I understand, possibly elsewhere as well. Yes, Um, New York after in New York afterwards, uh, this is um, a really exciting opportunity. I haven't even seen the watches yet, so I'm very excited. Um, especially after the we'll have it. you visited yeah, the I gift store for watch it. lovers? <laughs> it's called the Blog Watch Store, and we carry <laughs> art, apparel, and PDFs accessories for, for today's topies we'll enthusiasts. Um, Buy your wrist elsewhere, it? and celebrate the watch collecting hobby with high quality original products at the Blog to Watch Store. Right now, the blog to watch store features a line of t-shirts inspired by iconic timepieces and designed by the collecting experts at the Blog2Watch. Made from 100% premium cotton, our soft-fitted t-shirts are stylish, fun, and models like our iconic Diver Dial even have a glow-in-the-dark face. The blog to watch store carries bespoke yet affordable products, which the blog to watch editorial team wanted for themselves as the first customers. Visit the website to see what is available right now, and we ship internationally with new products coming all the time. Check it out by logging on to store.ablogtowatch.com. That's store.ablogtowatch.com.